Come on in because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide through our Outwatch experience where we rewatch, recap, and react to past seasons of Survivor. Today we will be taking on the eighth episode of Survivor Micronesia Fans vs. Favorites titled A Lost Puppy Dog and Folks. You are not lost if you are here. <laughs> you're right where you need to be. <laughs> you were lost, but now you're found. <laughs> Amen. Um, so whether you are going on your own rewatch adventure, whether you're watching Survivor Micronesia for the very first time, which I imagine a lot of folks are now that it's on Netflix, or uh, whether you are just remembering all the good times you spent with these people, we're glad that you have taken us along this journey with you. Um, but I'm not the only one here uh, as a part of the Outwatch crew. In fact, I'm joined by three of my friends who are watching this season for the very first time. So it's time you met them. Adam, welcome to Outwatch. So good to be here. This episode starts, oddly enough, with maybe the first horror sequence we've ever seen in Survivor. You get these dark scenes these long hallway-esque shots um over the shoulder cameras pulsing music as amy and sari hunt a crab um it was a very <laughs> odd scene and it made me wonder gang what is the scariest thing you've seen on survivor um and it could be these all, scary wanna- crabs First of all, I want I want to thank you for not introducing me as clearly having the inferior tribe. Um, You're welcome. Which is something that probe says to <laughs> <laughs> travel. Uh, clearly, you are no, this, the inferior tribe. It's the first thing he says to. It's so mean. Anyway, you guys really um, suck. Yeah, <laughs> um, oh, that sucks! Come on. <laughs> uh no the the scary the 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 worst like horror shot in survivor is whenever they have uh it's always a transition shot and they show a spider in a web attacking something yeah every time hate it hate it hate it yeah yeah i They they could show any other animal attacking something and it would be way less scary to me than the fact that you showed a big ass tropical spider I just, I hate it. That's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't like the spiders either. Uh, Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Thanks for having me. Scariest thing you've seen in our survivor journey. Yeah, that was going to be my answer too. a little (laughs) bit was just the... I don't remember what season we were watching. I felt like it was very bad. They would open up a scene by showing just a prey sequence, Mm. P-R-E-Y sequence of like, I don't even know, like 
a lizard just like gulping down another animal, like just disgusting stuff. The spider thing, like some of the spider things are also terrifying to me, but I don't particularly have a fear of spiders. I just don't want to see animals eating each other. (laughs) And then like, all right, let's get to the challenge. Like this is too much. (laughs) Um, Along with that, just too, too much of the medical stuff. Like with, I think it was with Penner and they're like, Hey, you want to see someone's uh, island wound get stitched? I'm like, no, no. They're like, sorry. Here it is. Without a warning. (laughs) Yeah. They don't, they don't put anything in front of that. Like, Hey, like maybe don't look at this if you're not interested. in. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been nice. (laughs) Yeah. That's where my mind went first too, is the, um, the medical stuff. No, thanks. Uh, Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hey, thanks for having me. What's it going to be for you? What's the spookiest thing on Survivor? So I will admit, like, I've not been like super grossed out. The last, uh, this could just be recency bias. The last episode, like when they're in the cave and they're like, there's rats crawling all over us and they showed like rats crawling amongst them. That freaked me out. Yeah, Yeah. that was, that was not a good one. I was not having fun. That's like the first time. Well, probably not the first time, but the most recent time I can remember where I was truly like about <laughs> this whole show. I think that's why I'm so understanding of Kathy quitting after that is there's yeah. a real chance that would have broke me too. So. Yeah. It's like after that's like, Nope, I'm done. Nope, <laughs> you can keep your cave rats. Yeah. Par- <laughs> there's a, a clip in there where Parvati like screams, like not like, ah, like, ah! <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> real yep. terrified screams. Yep. Uh-oh. You Not. broke me at Cave Rats. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite Kanye song, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real bop. <laughs> Speaking of which, can I, I'm gonna co- I'm gonna take over this podcast. The other day, I said the fish stick <laughs> joke. Yeah, uh-huh. how'd it go? And my wife did not like laugh. <laughs> 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 do you emily do you, you don't know what the fish the fish no idea. Joke is nope. it's off south park it's not good but hey so the, <laughs> no you do it adam you do it hey, hey, adam do it do, do you like fish sticks okay first of all i'm gonna call it that you're gonna finish the joke and i still don't get it but yes i do what are you a gay fish see i don't get it fish dicks i asked if you like fish dicks <laughs> <laughs> That was stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's a South Park joke. Yeah. It's yeah. a South Park joke. The whole, the whole plot is that somebody says this, this is like a big joke that people are saying and Kanye doesn't get it. And so everyone's right, making well, fun of so him. So he keeps, he keeps telling people how much of a genius he is and you know, all yeah. this stuff. And it then also leads to a line in a real life Kanye West song where he says, yep. choke a South Park rider with a fish stick. <laughs> Yeah, that's how that's how much it didn't irritate. In the same album, because of similar things, he says, fuck SNL and the whole cast. <laughs> so yep. <laughs> anyway, what a genius <laughs> name. One genius. So welcome to cast are, uh... yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't so saturated, we could do it. Speaking yeah. of saturated markets, this is a survivor podcast. <laughs> As you surely guessed by yeah. now. We can edit this whole thing out and 
Oh, no, this stays in. Okay. Well, um, for the record, the scariest <laughs> thing that I ever heard was this. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I think it was like trying to watch Ken McNichol um, test Will. That was pretty scary. <laughs> uh, Talk about honor. <laughs> God, what a good season. Man. Dude, this just jogged something. I had a dream really recently that I was just walking down the street and I saw like Hannah Shapiro in real life. And I was like, oh my God, it's Hannah. And like, that was pretty much the extent of that. So what happened? That's about it. (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about episode eight of Survivor Micronesia. Um, and let's start things off by taking a trip down to tree mail and walking through the main points of the episode. What do you say? Let's do it. Yeah. Get faded. Uh, this episode starts with Amy and Sari catching crabs. Hey, thank you. Uh, Ozzy is then really hurt that he was called a leader by his tribe at tribal council. Uh, meanwhile, on the IRI side of things, while Amy and Sari are hunting crabs, Jason hunts and successfully catches a rat with an oar. Um, in a real important scene here, um, Parvati gets together with Natalie and Alexis and starts laying the groundwork um, for an alliance between her and Amanda and Natalie and Alexis. Um, if and when it comes time to ditch the boys. Um, at the immunity challenge, we've got a bit of a twist. Each tribe gets to make somebody from the other tribe sit out of the challenge, but they, that individual is immune if their tribe ends up losing and going to tribal council. So Alexis and Ozzy are chosen to sit out of these challenges and are sent to exile um, and we've got a challenge for both immunity and reward. Pizza and beer and immunity. Um, it's a balance beam um, centric challenge. And the IRI tribe continues their streak and wins this one pretty handily with an Aussie-less um, Molokal tribe. At Exile Island, Ozzy discovers that somebody found his fake when trouncing about the jungle. He's pretty happy about this. Um, but back at Molokal, Eric takes this opportunity, being the only fan remaining, to throw Amy under the bus, kind of bringing to light her plot that she has had previously to team up with the fans and turn on a favorite. Um, and then Amy uses this information as a way to try and solidify herself with Sari and Amanda. They have a conversation about how she never really felt included um, and... In Amy's eyes, this was a good in with them. Uh, Right when Ozzy gets back from exile, Eric grabs him immediately and tells him that Amy was targeting him um, to further try and throw her under the bus. At Tribal Council, Amy and Ozzy really start arguing. Amy gets quite emotional um, when Ozzy confronts her. And when all the dust settles, Amy is the casualty here, voted out unanimously four to one, um, making her the next player eliminated from the game. Um, Emily, Amy was on your tribe, um, taken out here 
prior to the merge. Uh, what did you think about Amy's game overall, and what went wrong for her here at this uh, point in it? Um, yes, I, I am sensing that Amy was feeling some um, self-doubt. I think with um, Ozzy and company. And I think that's kind of like a theme of kind of how she's been in the game. She's not in this super tight alliance, but she's a returning player. So she kind of is in with them, like was on their original tribe, Mm -hmm. but she's always kind of thinking about joining other alliances. Like she knows that she's not at the top of her alliance. I think like you said, Alex, at the end of, the last episode she really kind of felt better about it but then after this episode clearly like she was not she just wasn't going to mend that alliance so i all that to say i don't think she ever really found her groove in this season which is kind of disappointing we didn't see her in a previous season i'd be really curious to know what her game was like before um i don't think she was a bad player i just don't think we got to see her really find her stride mm-hmm. yeah from the very beginning she's like on the wrong side of things on the fan or the favorites tribe right like it's that group of parvati amanda james ozzy plus sari that really kind of like um have control right and that she links up with eliza and they're immediately kind of on the wrong side of things right yeah um, so Emily, your tribe now is down to three, though you lead in the point total. Scott now outnumbers you in remaining tribe members. Yes. Um, okay, let's talk about some of the biggest moments from this episode. Scott, did you have anything um, that really stuck out that you wanted to bring to the table here to start things out? Um, just to continue with Amy, like just her like way of like talking to Ozzy, like from the first like scene, I guess. But just like, just so you know, I didn't want to take you. I didn't take you out. Like I didn't. I'm I'm completely loyal to you. And she just like wouldn't stop talking about it. Yeah. And just seeing how that like progressed through the whole episode, like I thought the show did a good job of like telling that story. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's like, like first framing thing. her downfall, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if that's how you would describe it or not, but mm-hmm. just kind of like seeing how like, I don't know, just seeing that progression of things was interesting. It's a little bit like, uh, methinks the lady doth protest too much <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah. Adam, what about you? What stuck out from this episode? Um, so one of my favorite things that happened in this episode is after Jason catches the rat, yeah, uh, and eats it. Um, there's a there's a one on one with uh Harvity who says something along the lines of, like, I think Jason's been trying to impress the favorites like since we got here. And then she's like, but it's not working. Yeah. He's such a loser. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Seriously, she says it. Yeah, she was not messing around. She's, she's just not so amused. Like, like, 
<laughs> Poor guy. I love it. I feel so bad for Jason, but that was so funny. <laughs> Harmony's yeah. playing a really good game, low key. Mm-hmm. She yeah, is. She I like watching Parvati play this season. It really is such a shame that she didn't get a chance to really like flourish in the last season that we watched with her. Um, it like she's really tuned in to like kind of what's happening. This episode, she's setting up like the the stuff with Natalie and uh, Alexis to like mm-hmm. prepare for the merge. Like she's really like she's. I, I I forget who says it. It may be Parvati, but someone talks about. I think it is Parvati. She talks about the game in phases, and like she's not waiting for the next phase to get here before she like starts playing that phase. She's mm-hmm. like, I need to be ready for this phase and this phase. And she's just yeah, she's really just keyed into this game in a yeah. way that we never saw in the last season that she was on. Mm-hmm. Got too caught up in the. Candace and Adam of it all in the last in Cook Islands. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you get betrayed twice. You get kind of blinded. So, yeah. <laughs> Emily, what about you? What was noteworthy from this episode? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, maybe it's just because Amy was on my team, but just the tribal council, honestly sucked like it stands out of my mind not because i enjoyed it but it was just like really tough to see how upset she was and like pleading with ozzy like i've been on your side and he's like forget it it was just i don't know i didn't like it Mm -hmm. but it it really was like this interesting argument about like like usually when these arguments are happening at tribal, it's about like a strategic decision that someone made or something like that, where it's like, you know, you can have an actual argument about this, but like Amy genuinely just wants to feel like she's a part of an alliance and yeah. she has it. And so I don't know, it just made everything so much like harder to watch. Like, it just it was very personal. Like Yeah. Even if things are personal, you know, people will probably walk away and be like, that was the game. But this felt like a little bit different. And I didn't like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, they were like complaining about like moves that she didn't even make. Right. Right. And like speculative moves that like I'm assuming everybody talks about on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it almost rough. like. I think Ozzy especially like what like wants to keep Eric around because he knows that he eats out of the palm of his hand, right? Like, and it was almost like ah, uh, like there's the that's the reason we can get rid of Amy. You know, she did this thing and uh, latching onto it as the means by which you know she can be eliminated. Okay, let's go through in some greater detail here some of the interesting elements of um, this episode. We talked about the weird horror crab hunting scene. That was odd. Um, Don't really know what to make of that. Uh, James also had some really funny moments. Uh, Love James. We haven't gotten enough of him this season so far because he's been on the winning end so often, but that's true. He's talking about how much his camp sucks, and I believe one of his quotes was, Jacques Cousteau wouldn't even go in this ocean. <laughs> Which that is, was, yeah. <laughs> we are cracking up. <laughs> Such a pull. I love it. <laughs> yeah. He had a point. That was a wild speech. Yeah. Yeah, he was he always brings like 
He always brings insight, but he does it in such a humorous way. Mm-hmm. I love it. He's just he's so like realistic too. Like everyone else is having these conversations about like like the the interpersonal relationships that's happening, and James is just like, "This is what our life is like." Shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like like when he first got to that beach, he's like when he was talking about the mall, like these poor people, I'm a surprise they ain't dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James is wonderful. I love it. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. He's always got the energy of like, yes. Yes. I didn't mean to, mean to click, but like, how did I get stuck on this island with all these idiots? Is kind of yeah. like the, yeah. the energy he brings. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, we mentioned this off the top, but let's talk about this conversation that Parvati has um, with Natalie. Um, talking about how a, a couple things come to light from here. One is that Parvati reveals that in her mind, it wouldn't be too bad to cut James and Ozzy um, soon even. And we've been kind of viewing them as a tight four. Um, and she also solidifies, and it seems to be received well, um, something with Natalie and Alexis, um, kind of depending on your perspective, is either like the new primary alliance or a, a backup alliance. Um, yeah, Adam, what do you think about this move here as kind of some groundwork laying? Um, we talked about it a little bit already, but... Yeah, what was your reaction to um, Parvati having this conversation with Natalie? I think there's such a... The way that like Survivor usually gets played in these older seasons that we've watched is they're split into their tribes, they get mixed up, they make it to the merge, and then the original tribes wind up as alliances trying to get the upper hand. And then at some point, there'll be some flipping around and those alliances might change. But like, it always goes back to those original tribes. And this was like, honestly, I think it's the first time like up to this season point, um, because like millennials versus Gen X, this is definitely not the case. But like up until this season point of 16 or whatever, where Parvati is planning I'm not going back to the favorites to vote out the fans, but to go into the merge trying to win for her. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a good moment. Like, I, I don't know. I just loved it from a strategic perspective. I think her thinking about like, all right, I made these alliances to get me this far. Um, going into the merge, uh, James and Ozzy are going to be big uh, individual immunity threats. So like getting rid of them quickly is a good move. Um, and and finding these people that weren't against her early on that she feels like she can trust to bring into an alliance is just it's just so it's good it's smooth mm-hmm. I love it I just love watching I think that puts you in kind of a precarious situation um, and we've talked about this before like no one wants to be perceived as making moves bigger than what they are or bigger than you early on in survivor but like you have to so figuring out ways to do that more subtly and i feel like parvati just is so on top of this yeah 
my, I, I wish that we would have gotten to this point more from Natalie or Alexis to know, like, from their perspective, why they would be in on this sort of thing, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. what we have to this point is like, okay, the like fans are falling apart. Like, if they don't kind of jump ship or shake things up themselves, they'll just continue to get picked off, right? But the only, yeah, like, I, I think this is like a, a really savvy decision by parvati it's just like the light that we get them in at this point is like like of course they would say yes it's parvati and their fans you know um i I just i wish we had more so far from them to be able to see it like more in depth into um that decision from their perspective too it definitely like i mean beyond beyond tracy like we haven't seen too many fans make big strategic moves yeah even like, what was that guy's name? Who Joel? Like, yeah, Joel. Like Joel is the biggest like, quote unquote, strategic fan that we've seen so far. Yeah, and like he wasn't good. So like he, like he made bad strategic moves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just made big moves. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, he he made he made the moves poorly. <laughs> yeah. Um. But Tracy's the only one who's been like really strategic and smart and savvy in the way that she's made her moves. So I, I don't know. There's a part of this that just sort of feels like, it, I mean, it feels like you're watching like professional athletes play. I mean, even D1 players or something like it's just it's a different level of the game Yeah, that the favorites are playing it on. And the fans, I'm really curious to see if they catch up or not. Emily, what do you think about the part of this where Parvati talks about how she's content to cut um, James and Ozzy? Do you think that this is like a smart, proactive thought on her part, or do you think um, this might be putting doing too much too soon? No, I think she. I mean, it's hard because she is in, a, in an alliance with them. She's been very close with James, but I think she knows she would be very threatened by them if she went to the end with one of them like it would be hard to win against someone like Ozzy or James um I don't know I think it is definitely a balance you want to keep them close but you can't let them lead you all the way to the end and then win yeah and so I think she's she's balancing it well and I think that's kind of an overarching theme in her game this season is she's even being flirty with James and everything, but she's not losing sight of what she's doing. Mm -hmm. She's being very friendly and easygoing and calm, but she's really thinking through everything she's doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about this kind of sit out immunity twist. This was kind of an interesting angle on the exile Island of it all. So just to recap, each tribe can pick somebody from the other tribe and they have to sit them out at this challenge. But in return, they would be, they will be immune at um, their tribe's tribal council. If they, if they end up losing. So Ozzy of course is chosen to sit out because he carries the freight for them every time. And then Alexis is picked on the other side of things. Um, more so than like the actual decisions here, Scott, what did you think about this twist? Was this an interesting wrinkle to you or was it, um, just like confusing and not adding a whole lot? 
I'll admit when I watched it through, this could just be how I watched the show, but I don't like, I wasn't paying that close of attention. Mm -hmm. But until the end, I'm like, oh, wait, they're immune. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why would they pick, and I'm like, why would they pick Ozzy? He's like the best one. And then I'm like, duh, of course they're going to pick Ozzy. I, I don't know. Yeah. I met, I was just, I don't think I watched through with this with enough of like a <laughs> analytic mind, I guess. <laughs> but, but no, I do think it's interesting though, because. Like, I don't know. I like when Survivor breaks the mold a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. you kind of get into the, like, the ebb and flow of, each, of like how the game works. And I like when they switch it up a little bit. and makes yeah. people think, up, think on their feet a little bit. So, I enjoy it. I think, like, maybe the interesting part of this, which didn't really get explored much, is, like, this, I don't know, this, like, duality where you want to pick the person who is going to most likely add the highest chance for them to beat you, right? So, like, an Aussie. But on the other hand, that person is probably the person that you want to get voted out from their tribe, right? So if you protect them, um, and you still lose, you're, like, giving them a free pass, right? So in the case of Aussie, I don't know, if you're Irai, you expect that you hope that Aussie gets voted out, but you've just made it such that he can't be voted out by sitting him out, you know? Um, I wonder if, if we really think through this, like, is there a even more, I don't know, like emergent way to go about this, right? Like, do you sit out somebody like weak, you know, and like hope to win and make it so they can't vote out the weak person? You know what I mean? Like, there's maybe another level you can go here. I don't know if any of you have any ideas about that. Just sitting here, I would think like I think of like sitting out Eric. Yeah, would be like a really interesting, interesting way to go about it because like he's clearly on the out like one like the last fan on that tribe. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to think he's at least one of the targets. So you basically force their hand. Like you got to pick one of these four favorites and like yeah make them cannibalize each other a little bit. So I think that would be a really interesting person. Yeah, it's not like Eric's a slouch in challenges either. He did really well for them in this one. Yeah. The 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 tricky thing with this is you don't want to put someone that you want to go to the merge with at risk too. Mm -hmm. So I mean in theory I guess I mean, if, if you were thinking through it and like you were James and Parvati and you were like, they should get rid of Amy because she's against us and mm -hmm. she's going to wind up siding with um, Eliza and you know whoever she can wrangle together, then what you, I mean, sitting out Eric and basically forcing them to like, you either vote out somebody in our alliance or and we know that something happened or you get rid of the person we want you to get rid of mm -hmm. um i don't know this is such like i i really enjoy this aspect because it can be taken so many different ways where it's just purely like do you do you sit the person that's most likely going to win the challenge for them right like you said or, you know, do you try and save somebody that you think, I mean, like somebody from your alliance that you want to yeah. make sure is still there? Yeah. Um, 
I'm a little confused by the Alexis decision. Yeah. Didn't they have someone originally and they scratched it out and wrote her? Who was yes. it? Yes. Originally, they checked James and then they like right. scribbled it. It was a really funny. I want to grab the screenshot. It's like they scribbled it out and then they checked Alexis and circled it and like made arrows pointing to it and were like, this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you, when I don't know if you've ever done this, but when you're like, a kid taking a test and you like pick the wrong answer and then you have to go back and change it and you're like using yeah. pen you're like no 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 I chose this one <laughs> yeah like going to great lengths to make sure they realize it but yes they were like yeah Alexa seems like she'd be good at balancing <laughs> <laughs> I also something I loved about this was that I, I'm so upset we didn't get like any uh, uh, of the crap, what's the island called? Exile Island. Exile Island footage of this because Alexis is like fangirling over Ozzy earlier mm-hmm. in the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's so great that they get to go to Exile together now and like see what that's like. And yeah. it was just kind of I mean, we the only footage we got was Ozzy and her like walking around the forest trying to Ozzy trying to see if someone took the immunity idol or not. Yeah. You know, there's a confessional on the cutting room floor of Alexis doing this. Just didn't make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, where do where does Jason's yelp of pizza and beer as he jumped onto the finishing line rank in the survivor lexicon of like victory screeches? <laughs> This was so dopey. This like it, it just Jason is such a doofus and like <laughs> such a dope. And it, it and it's just got, everything we get from him is that. It's got big adventure time energy. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza and beer. Uh, I think it's funny because of who it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anybody really takes Jason that seriously in this game. So, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, poor Jason. Like he's so dopey, but there's nothing that's like inherently. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trapped on an island with him. I guess. But yeah. like, whenever we see him, I'm always just like, ah, oh, he's just getting like a raw deal with all this. Like people are just annoyed with him for like just being goofy or whatever. But like, I don't know when you're. When your camp is what their camp is, I can understand why that might get annoying. Yeah. He gets a what edit? Like a. Um, oh, a, a dodo edit. Dodo. A dodo. dodo yeah. edit. So this is really good for me. <laughs> <laughs> the music is so choice. <laughs> it's so over the top. <laughs> I guess this is the idol. <laughs> I it's like he's trying to convince himself of it too, and then he does convince himself. <laughs> yeah, so he's good. all in on it now. Whenever he talks about it, he's like, "Plus, I've got the hidden immunity idol." So, yeah. <laughs> I um, wonder. I want to know, like, what? I, like, surely he like asks a camera person or something. Like, is this is this a hidden immunity idol or whatever? And the camera person like can't answer anything. It's yeah. like. 
I mean, like, did I, you I find don't... it where the clue told you? There's parchment yeah, with it. So... Like that. so I wonder I wonder if he was skeptical and some cameraman just like accidentally convinced him that yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple other reward highlights. Um, James is a human bottle opener. That was oh pretty nice. Oh my nuts. gosh, I forgot about this. <laughs> awful. Awful. <laughs> awful. Yeah. He's opening beers with his teeth. I changed my answer. That is the most horrifying thing I've seen on Survivor. No, but he does it so well. Like he has yeah. no worries, and his teeth are like, "We are fine." Who else was trying to do that? It was, I think it was Jason. Jason. Yeah, it was Jason. Right? Jason. Yes, was... and it was night and day. Well, and James, and James, James is like, "Don't James, pull it!" Yeah, like James, what are you James doing? like grabs the bottom and is like, "Don't bite it, boy," or something yeah, like that. Because like, he, like, he was pulling on it, yeah. like gonna pull his teeth out, and then James was like, "Stop." Uh, like yeah. just pop and just got it. It was yeah. yeah. Horrifying. Yeah, sons, he sunned him so hard. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> uh, In the man. time of COVID, that is so cringe, though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, the sur- Survivor pizza notoriously very bad most of the time. Looks very bad. The Survivor pizza yeah. looked all right. I thought it really didn't look that bad. Like yeah. I'd eat that pizza. I've definitely seen worse Survivor pizza. Yeah. 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 The Millennials versus Gen X pizza looked terrible. Awful. It looked like freaking Chuck E. Cheese pizza that's been sitting on the buffet for a week. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about a couple strategy things here and we'll wrap. Um, I, I want to talk about the way that Eric played this. He really goes gung-ho here. Um, not subtle about it at all. Approaches everybody who will listen, talking about how Amy should be the target. Ultimately. Whether it's to his credit or not, it works out. Um, I'm interested in how we think Eric's tactic was um, in this, in, in getting people to vote for Amy. Scott, what do you think about the way that Eric went about this? So, I mean, I didn't mind it. I think in your, if you're in his shoes, you got to do like do what you got to do. Um, I mean, clearly it worked. So, I mean, I'm okay with it. Um, if he wasn't on the, well, I don't know. I mean, in his shoes, I guess, like I said, I'm not going to judge him for doing like what he needed to do to like survive. Yeah. Um, I did think he was cool how he like kind of leveraged his, he like went straight to Ozzy, like when he got off the boat and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. He did what he, he grinded. He did what he needed to do to get one day further in the game. I don't know how much further it gets him, but we'll see. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm okay. All is fair in Survivor, I guess. Except for if you s- steal a advantage that's not yours, that's not fair. Who stole an advantage? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make something up. <laughs> Unless you consider voting out Ozzy at any point in the last eight days. Yeah, yeah that's uh, not fair. That's a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not great. I, I think that, I mean, Eric plays the best card that he has here. Like, I, I don't know that he plays it perfectly. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I think that, um, I think he kind of approaches it a bit too, like, tattletale yeah. as opposed to, like, he doesn't approach anybody with a strategy. He just approaches people with information, which, yeah. it, like, it, it worked for him, like Scott said. I mean, it got him another day. You can't, you can't fault him too much for that, but. Um, 
I will say choice moment between Amy and Eric after yes. the heart to heart with Amanda and Sari, where uh, Amy like thanks Eric. Uh, and she's like, I've never felt like closer to them or anything like that. And Eric looks at her dead in the eye and says, that's that's what I wanted. And then Amy points her machete at him and is like, no, it's not. And he's like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a good exchange. <laughs> yeah. And it ends with him being like, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, I mean, Amy's definitely rubbing salt and wounds there. Yeah. But like. <laughs> Eric trying to play it off like for him to be like what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Like what? No, it wasn't. No one no one no no one believes that. (laughs) I thought that so people often say that when you're on Survivor, you want people to you want to suggest your strategy and ideas to people in such a way that they think that it's their idea. Mm -hmm. Um and Eric like does the opposite of this where he comes to people and just says, Hey, here's what I want to do. Here you go. Um, and it, it feels very much like, okay, Eric's like, all right, I've got to play survivor now. And he does the version of that, that he thinks he can. And that's saying, all right, I need to throw someone else under the bus. And yeah, whether it's due to his credit or not, it works out for him. Yeah, definitely not done perfectly or tactically, but, you know, I, I'm curious from the other perspective how we think this went for Amy. The combination of her talking with Amanda and Sari, um, and then how she engaged with Ozzy when he got back. Do you, do you think that at any point Amanda and Sari were on board with Amy um, after that conversation and, and Ozzy kind of swayed them out of it or do you think that they were kind of just appeasing Amy um, before they ultimately cut her Emily what do you think about how Amy played this um, leading up to the vote um, I just think it sucks because you can't like, you can't be desperate but she already kind of was at the beginning with Ozzy being like you know, just so you know, and just kind of kept bringing up that point. Yeah. But here, I mean, like, what do you say? Like, what do you say? You have to act cool, but also, you know, you kind of need to defend yourself, but you don't want to seem too frantic. I, I don't know. I guess you, your best defense would probably be to say something about, like, just bring some reason to it. Yeah. Because Eric is just kind of like, uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, just so you know, uh, Amy uh, tried to put you up. <laughs> okay, thanks, bud. Like, <laughs> you have to like be the adult there and be Teacher? like, okay, like we know Teacher? where he's coming from, but like, <laughs> Amy's trying yeah, to vote Ozzy out. He right. really, he really does bring big tattletale energy. He does. Yeah, he he does. does. So yeah, I don't know. I guess if she could have played it cool and like very subtly reinforced like yeah you know i'm part of your alliance and he's not yeah. something i don't know i don't know it's so hard i think yeah i i think that that's i think that definitely plays into it i think we talked i think alex mentioned it the like a uh, number of times that she brings up that she didn't vote him off right but like definitely could have um yeah like that's not good <laughs> like like don't don't do that but i think also like 
she kind of just gets absorbed into this other alliance's mass. And she's definitely not someone who's just like, who has no ideas. Like she has a lot of interesting ideas about the game and Sari, I definitely think that she could have swung in her favor. And I think that Amanda is kind of seeing Ozzy in a slightly different light. And it's kind of like, I don't know if like, I should really be hitching my wagon to him. So I think that like in that moment where, um, I mean, where, where she's kind of bringing brought into the fold, like finding a way to try and strategize long term about the game. Yeah. Yeah. And try to come up with a reason why, hey, Eric's sitting here and he will vote with us if we bring him into this. And we can get rid of Ozzy. I mean, they can't get rid of Ozzy because no. he's immune. But like, you know, like we can, you know, uh, th- this sort of thing. But like, and and having having Sari and Amanda like defend her. I, I don't know. This is tricky because, it's, I mean, it's just down to like Sari and Amanda aren't going to go. So it's just down to Amy and Eric. Mm-hmm. And if Ozzy really has so much sway in this, then there's not a lot you can do. Yeah, I think that Amy came at this like, I don't know if she came at it strategically at all. Like, I'm thinking through the conversations that she had, and it was like, she was way too vulnerable with everyone, you know? She, like, Mm -hmm. comes in with, like, when she confronts Amy, or Amanda and Sari, she's like, I've never felt a part of your alliance. Like, I wish you would let me be a part of your alliance. It's like, that's not a great way of approaching this. You, you know, like you said, you sh- she should come with like strategy or with like, uh, hey, you know, um, Mia culpa, like I made a mistake, but like, will you let me be a part of your alliance and not like complaining about them? Right. Or even just like, this is what I've been thinking. This is why I've been like thinking through doing something else. Yeah. And like, I, I didn't, I never went through with it because I didn't trust Tracy and Eric enough and I never like whatever. And so I just can never bring myself to do it. But I think with you two, I could like, you know, just something like that. Like you can, you can try and swing this alliance into something that's you instead of you getting absorbed into this other alliance here. I I don't know it, but yeah, I I think you're right that I I don't think that I, I think she genuinely felt alone on that beach yeah she was in her feelings too much here when she should have been a little bit detached and that's you know and 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 when when you're in that point like it's hard to think strategically it's hard to go through all those things so like i totally understand why she didn't necessarily think about these things but like that's just what it comes down to that's Mm -hmm. why amy like amy left almost without a fight just because she didn't do the right thing strategically when Ozzy wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would have really fixed the situation, guys? If she would have voted out Ozzy last episode. Right? You're right. We talked about this yes. last episode. Right? She should have done it. Which yeah. I, yeah, which we had watched this episode when we recorded the prior one. What, yeah, but we watched it forever ago, so I didn't remember this. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Basically, I thought about this earlier. That's all. That's what my thesis is. <laughs> yeah, I had kind of totally forgotten about like this whole component of her game when we talked about it last episode. So, like, yeah, it's 
Yeah, God, if she had just pulled that trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she moves against oh, yeah, Ozzy last round. Now it's her, yeah. Tracy. She didn't worry about it. She doesn't have to explain herself. Yep. No. Right, because we were talking about... She's running about, like, game on that beat. Yes. Uh-huh. In the last episode, we were talking about, like, she had a decision to make. Did, you know, did she make the right one? And I wanted to spoil and be like, no, <laughs> she didn't, because now she's going to be voted out. Yep. Like, it didn't work out for her. And who knows how long for the game she is after all this. If she right. makes that move, but it at least gets her farther than this, I'd think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it pushes her up at least one position. Like it. Yeah. Uh. Um, anything else before we move on to our fantasy scoring updates? Um, we briefly talked about this. I don't think we need to go in depth, but like if you really enjoy watching uh the 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 tribal councils where people argue and you get like a really thousand foot view of how petty this game can be this episode's tribal council is all of that yeah yeah it's so petty <laughs> very petty lots of crying lots yeah, not of very substantive. yeah no. um okay let's move on to our fantasy update This episode for, I haven't mentioned it until now, but for the second consecutive episode, the title is something Ozzy says about Eric. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Both times it's Ozzy calling him a lost puppy dog or a white-eyed kid in the candy shop. (laughs) Because he came up to him off the boat like a lost puppy dog. Yeah, yeah, he did. And honestly, I don't like that. Like, I, it makes me more angry that Eric stayed in the game because he had no strategy. And, and Ozzy's sitting here like, what a widow puppy dog. Yeah. And he's like, he's no threat to me. And he likes me and he thinks I'm cool. Yep. Like, I'm going to keep him. I hate that. It really, I really think that, like, because Amy didn't solidify anything with Suri and Amanda. When Ozzy came back, Ozzy was looking for a way to save Eric. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't think that he was sitting here like, well, tonight we're going to vote off Eric. Like, I don't think he was thinking that at all. Yeah, and if Amy gets Suri and Amanda on their on her side, maybe like Ozzy budges and votes Eric out. Yeah. Um, okay, so this episode, um, Ozzy, Suri, and Parvati pull in forty points for the Survivor Coconut Tribe. Um. Unfortunately, Amy gets zero points this episode and is eliminated. For the Hell Scooper tribe, um, Eliza, Eric, and Natalie pull in 40 points. And on tribe Igor, James, Amanda, Jason, and Alexis pull in 55, which puts our totals at, in third place, is Adam's Hell Scooper tribe at 330 points. In second place is Scott's tribe Igor at 475 and still leading but though by a narrower margin is emily's survivor coconut tribe at 485 uh adam you teased a trade proposal last episode um the floor is yours if you would like to um do so so i've been been thinking about this um i i want to get rid of a man of eliza and I would like to trade her for either Jason or Alexis. I want to make my 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 tribe the the fans tribe. Okay. 
which means it's in Scott's court. I will also take Suri, but I doubt that <laughs> Emily is willing. <laughs> yeah. So I like Eliza, but I don't like that she is not really solidified in an alliance. Not that Jason. I was going to say, is. one of the people I pitched to you was Jason, who. But what if that stick is <laughs> <laughs> like an idol? The I stick is not Alexis. an idol. I like Alexis. I'm going to keep Jason for now. Okay. No totally deal. Fun. But I. Ale- Alexis will not return to Hell Scoopers. <laughs> <laughs> In two weeks, though, in two episodes, though, we can revisit this. We'll revisit, yeah. So, uh, just a, a quick refresh on Tribe Igor. That's Scott's tribe. We're rolling with James, Amanda, Jason, and Alexis. On Emily's Survivor Coconut Tribe, we've got Ozzy, Suri, and Parv. And on Adam's Hell's Scooper Tribe, we've got Eliza, Eric, and Natalie. Um. Going into the second half of the game here, how's everyone feel? Adam, do you think that a comeback is within reach? Not at all. <laughs> Trading for draft picks, huh? I, this is the thing. I, I don't think there's any comeback I can make just because I'm so far behind. Even if I uh, have the winner, I think I need to have all like two or three finalists on my tribe to like even have a, a chance in hell but this is a chance I, I in hell scoopers my... yeah <laughs> i want i just want to throw my lot in with the fans is where i'm at i think that like the favorites are running away with it and i want to get rid of eliza and throw my lot in with the fans because we're all underdogs all right um emily you're holding on to a 10 point lead what do you think about your chances in the second half of the game uh, I don't want to comment on that because I might curse it. <laughs> <laughs> this game that's already been played and the outcomes have already been decided. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Scott, you're within striking distance. Do you think you can make up this uh, this deficit? So I think you could em- with Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> so who's on Emily's team again? Emily's got uh, Ozzy, Suri, and Parvati. Nothing okay. but favorites. Three heavy yeah. hitters. It's like a tribe full of fans could do it. <laughs> could like <laughs> No, I don't know. I think Emily might have the winner. So Okay. Definitely definitely no. three of the um the clubhouse favorites to this point, I'd say. Yeah. She really, I mean like Yeah, Emily's team is I mean, like, Suri and Parvati, we've all talked about how much we love watching them strategize this season. Ozzy is the biggest, like, curveball, but he's such a challenge piece that he's making it to the merge. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Emily's got a really solid team. <laughs> yeah. Emily seems going to be tough to beat. Really quickly, let's do our participation trophies and our goats. Um, Adam, would you like to go first, lightning round style? Yeah, um, so participation, I think I have to give it to Jason because he's such a loser, according to Parvati. Um, 
<laughs> and if Parvati calls feel you so a loser, bad for the yeah, he, he, you're done. He won that challenge for them. And like he still went yeah. on the outs. Um, so yeah, definitely participation is Jason. Uh, the GOAT. I think I don't think it's well deserved, but I think Eric is my goat. He somehow managed to get rid of Amy and stay in the game. So I mean, what yep. more can you ask of the the goat, Scott? Yeah, I think Eric is my goat as well because he he got himself off the chopping block. Um, he definitely threw Amy under the bus to do it, but yeah, I'll go with that. Participation trophy is harder for me this episode. Um, I'm going to say Amy because she participated and definitely got herself voted out. Yep. She participated and found out. She did. She did. Emily, what do you think? Uh, I hate to just be boring, but I'm going to... I'm going to agree with Adam on both parts just because I don't know. I think it makes sense. I'm I'm like mad at Eric, but also he did what he needed to do. So I can't be too mad. Yeah. So I'll rest with that. Um, I'm going to give my goat to the true goat, uh, Jason Siska, because he <laughs> wins the challenge. <laughs> And he catches a rat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pizza and beer. (laughs) Um, I think my participation trophy has to go to Amy. Yeah, really a fumbling of the bag here. Could have done better. Um, All right, that'll do it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Outwatch. Next time on Outwatch... We will continue on our rewatch of Survivor Micronesia with the fantastic merge episode, one of the best merge episodes ever um, of Survivor Micronesia, titled I'm in such a hot pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure that you are subscribed to or following our feed so you don't miss an episode and listener support is available in the description. Um, You can click that link to support us financially. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.